Welcome to Grace Harvest Church's weekly podcast. For more information about Grace Harvest Church or to find out more about something you hear during the podcast, visit us online at graceharvestchurch.org. Now listen in and allow God to speak to you through this week's message. Hey, Grace Harvest Church family. Thank you for joining us for Church Online. My name is Pastor Noah, and I get the opportunity to share today's message. Before we go anywhere, I just would like to remind you of how much we miss you. Miss this community, miss this family, miss worshiping together. And I'd just like to thank you for giving, for praying with us, for dropping by and saying hi, for the letters and the notes, and for supporting us during this very difficult and frustrating time. This community amazes me, and I just wanted to say thank you. I also just want to say thank you for for Pastor Doug and Pastor Raul, as they have walked us the last few weeks through the series that we're on called The Blessings. It comes out of Matthew 5, and it's about Jesus preaching on the Beatitudes. Both of them... Walking through some of the verses have brought such insight and wisdom into the text. I feel like this series in particular is very timely for our cultural context. For what we're going through as a people, as a society, as a world. I feel like this series is very, very timely. And I just encourage you even, if you missed last week's message that I encourage you after you watch this one to to go back and watch that. Pastor Doug preaches on, Blessed are those that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Like it was awesome and so unpacked, even some of the things I've been feeling. Today we are going to continue with the series, The Blessings. And we're going to walk through um, the next one, verse 5. So you can open your Bibles and you can turn to Matthew 5, 5. And it says this, Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. What does it mean to be meek? Um, That word is not a common one in our vocabulary these days. It's not in our conversations, or I don't even think it's really well understood. When I was in high school in some college courses, I took some speech classes. And there was always that guy that would, would get up there and he would begin to define some words to make his speech a little longer. Um, so the Webster's Dictionary <laughs> definition of meekness is as follows. To be quiet, to be gentle, to be easily imposed on, to be submissive, Similar ones to that is humility, patience, long-suffering, forbearing, resigned, shy, quiet, retiring, reverent, peaceful. Oftentimes, I find the timing of the Lord so comical. When I got assigned to preach this particular passage a few weeks ago, I opened up my Bible, went to Matthew 5, 5, and and looked at it, and I chuckled to myself because meekness is this thing I am so bad at. You become an expert 
on some topics by being really good at that thing or being so bad at something that you have to become decent at it. My entire childhood and much into adulthood is all wrapped around a few phrases of people telling me to be gentle, to be quiet, to chill out. And I just even remember all these times even being married just accidentally breaking a glass, accidentally dropping a bowl, accidentally pulling a handle off a door and doing all these things. Or being at a friend's house and, and laughing too loud or making jokes too loud or just shouting in the middle of the night and parents coming down and saying, what are you doing? You got to be quiet. As I heard that time and time again, I begin to watch and observe older and wiser Christians, and I begin to learn the value of being meek. And I begin striving through much success and much failure to attain a better or higher level of meekness in my own life. And so it's become one of my missions in life is to be meek. Blessed are the meek, for they inherit the earth. That's the passage that we're on today. And I think it's meekness is this thing that's so uncelebrated in today's culture. Because we're so used to proud and loud and boisterous and anger and outrage and all these things and social media seems to be more of a microphone for people in that way so we're used to those things and so when we hear a phrase like blessed are those that are meek for they'll inherit the earth it's so backwards but like many things in god's kingdom it's such an upside down kingdom love your enemy blessed are those that are meek that are gentle and quiet and submissive meekness is uncelebrated what does it even mean to be meek i begin to even even change the phrase a little bit to to help us understand so blessed are those that are meek what about blessed are those that are that wait on the lord Maybe meekness looks like, blessed are those that trust him to fight their battles. Maybe meekness looks like, blessed are those that are long-suffering. Blessed are those that are gentle or, or kind. Blessed are those that are peaceful. Blessed are those that speak last and are quiet. Blessed are those that are reverent. For those people will inherit the earth. Meekness embodied. What does it look like to be meek? One of the things that I found myself passionate about as a Christian and as a pastor is translating scripture in the walk in life of what it is to be a Christian in, in Bible and translating that into a real tangible thing that plays out into my everyday life. So it's not just like an intellectual moment of understanding or even an emotional response, but it's something that in, in the next moments, in the next day, I begin to integrate into my life because I want it to change me. Meekness embodied. 
What does it mean to be meek? I think one of the things it means to wait on the Lord. It means to listen to that still small voice and when it's so, so easy to be so loud. So easy. But we see it in scripture over and over about meekness and, and quietness and stillness. Think about it. there's even a story with God and Elijah. And Elijah, one of the great prophets in the Bible, and, and, and there is an earthquake and there's a fire and tornado and all these amazing things happen. And Elijah keeps thinking that God is in one of those. And then all of a sudden, it says that in the still small voice, God spoke. Or even think about the Jews back in the day before the birth of Jesus. They heard um, revelations and they heard murmurings and they heard prophecies about a king coming to free the Jews. And so they kept looking for a warrior. They kept looking for a, a, a large man on a horse with a sword to free them. But the opposite happened. A little baby came up with no wealth, no status, the embodiment of meekness. Blessed are those who are meek, for they inherit the earth. It means to be humble. To be meek means to seek humility in your life. It says in scripture to seek it, to pursue it, because it doesn't come natural. Meek disembodied means to submit to others. I think of the phrase often, it's my way or the highway. And how backwards that is. And I would encourage you to even submit and maybe let your coworker pick the next place you're going to eat. Or hear their thoughts on an opinion. Meek disembodied maybe me looks like speaking last at your next work meeting. That if you have a lot of opinions and thoughts and stuff, to be quiet and gentle and, and humble and let other people take center stage. Mm -hmm. Being meek means bringing peace to very turbulent situations. It means to trust the Lord to be your advocate. Meekness in itself and even the definition of it is yours to be gentle and kind and humble. And in that place, in that place, the only person that is to be your advocate is the Lord. That he would go before you and fight the battles for you. Blessed are those who are meek, for they will inherit the earth. There's this passage that relates to Matthew 5.5. 5, um, the passage that Jesus was referring to, and it comes out of the Psalms. And there's passages in Scripture that they kind of align and support each other. But it comes out of Psalms 37, 1 through 11. And it says, He will not forsake his saints. This passage, much, much like this series, I feel like is very, very timely for our cultural context, for our cultural understanding. And you can follow along in Psalms 37, 1 through 11, or you can just listen. 
But I want you to listen in a way that you're listening through maybe a filter of everything that's been going on in your life, what you see going on in your city or in this world or in this country or this state. And you begin to filter that out through Scripture. Psalms 37, 1 through 11. It says, Fret not yourselves because of evildoers. Be not envious of wrongdoers, for they will soon fade like the grass and weather like the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him, and he will act. He will bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not yourselves over the one who prospers in his way, over the man who carries out evil devices. Refrain from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not yourself, for it only tends to evil. For the evildoers shall be cut off, but those who wait on the Lord shall inherit the land. In just a little while, the wicked will be no more. Though you look carefully at his place, he will not be there. But the meek shall inherit the land and delight themselves in abundant peace. I look around in today's culture, in today's climate, and even though there may be peace in some places and, and a lack of peace to have a cultural change or a cultural shift. I don't disagree with that, but what I see is a lot of lack of peace within Christians. Where they're so disrupted and so agitated. And I've realized in my own life, a lack of peace is t tied clo closely to a trust in God. That when I feel like I begin to take things into my own hands, into my own control, I feel a lack of peace begin to rise. But I would encourage you this time where it feels like there's so little peace amongst everyone that we would trust in the Lord. It may be time to us as Christians to learn the secret of meekness, to be quiet, to let others speak first and, and hear their stories of pain and, and suffering and hurt. To seek humility. To find it. Maybe just to find that still small voice. And I'd really encourage you today, this week, turn off the news. Turn off Facebook, Instagram, wherever you get your kind of your social media. And I encourage you to open up scripture, pray, and seek that still small voice. Everything seems pretty loud lately. 
Facebook's like a microphone. Instagram's like a microphone. But I believe that if you seek God and you look for that still small voice, he'll meet you there. And God will speak to you the very thing that you need to hear, the very thing that you need for your life, and that he will meet you there because he is faithful. The Lord is on the move. Fret not. He goes before us.